Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's Genesis Scottish Open. Joining me to break it all down, it's him. I've got him. Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, good to have you. Him, Rick, you're too kind. I I believe that's a term of endearment these days, per the kids, per the kids online. Uh, Yeah, great, uh, great start to the Scottish Open. We got a little weather, a little wind mixed in there late. I think that might persist as we progress into the week. Uh, and it should make for a fun one. Have you considered that we could mash up our names into Patrick McGaiman? I've not, no. Because um, you have Rick in your name. That's my name. Is Rick your like full birth name? No. Richard? Richard is, yeah. Richard Gaiman. You know what I don't like? I don't like Rich. I can see that. It's not for Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Is uh is Ricky Fowler's real name Richard? Question? Uh no. His act according to Wikipedia, which is obviously the authority, his full name is Rick Utaka Fowler. Mm, yeah, he's got a little Japanese blood in him. I know that just like That's myself. Right, I think. Yeah, we, we both we're both rocking twenty five percent. Hence the great hair, I believe. Um, that makes sense. But, but his first name, Rick. Interesting. You don't know. There aren't many on the birth certificate Rick yeah, out there. It's rare. It's rare. Well, we'll get to Rick because he played well at the Scottish Open. But you alluded to this already here, Patrick. Uh, the golf course played just a shade under par, about a quarter of a stroke. There was not a super tangible wave advantage maybe two tenths of a stroke better in the afternoon. Uh, The wind was more sustained throughout the day. And then forecasts, obviously they can change at any moment. Uh, Seems, seems like it's going to be, especially on the weekend, Sunday is going to be quite breezy. So yeah, Sunday is the one that uh, everyone's kind of circled on the calendar. I think winds up to 30, 35 miles per hour. And it's been ugly there before you think about last year, there was a 61 in the first round and then Xander Shoffley won at seven under. So like you said there, Rick, anything can happen over the next 54 holes. The weather can switch on a dime. They're right there on the north coast of Scotland. So 
even some of these guys who are even par nine back, you're only six back with the true lead mm. uh, per se. So uh, a lot of golf left to be played. Yeah, they're going to get essentially a different course on Friday because the wind is switching directions, which is always fun for these guys. Out very early were a couple of guys who stamped their name on the leaderboard and have been there for basically 12 hours at this point. Let's start with an international one, Thomas Dietrich, out in 31. That was the back nine of the golf course in in 33. So that is adding up to a 64 that is six under par. He is three shots off the lead of a man yet to be named. But Thomas Dietrich uh, has played well globally this year. Patrick has, I don't say struggled, but hasn't been as good as of late. This is a nice jump start to the Scottish Open for him. It is. And this has kind of been a comfortable spot on the calendar for him. He finished inside the top 10 last year when it was a PGA Tour and DP World Tour sanctioned event. Uh, in 2021, he kind of stumbled down the stretch, found his way in a playoff with Min Woo Lee and Matt Fitzpatrick. Didn't end up getting it done, but like you said there, Rick, he has played some pretty good golf throughout uh, the world this year, kind of in the earlier part. He had a nice start on the DP World Tour as well. So it, it makes a little bit of sense, but with leaderboard gravity, with some of the quality players in this field, it'll be interesting to see if he can remain on that first page of the leaderboard within the fight. He clearly has a nice, comfortable uh, you know, understanding of this golf course and what it takes, but there's big names lurking. We see guys go off, uh, you know, hot early in their first 18 holes, whether Dietrich's one of those cases or he has some staying power, uh, only time will tell. Yeah, he's kind of in that awkward little spot of the FedEx Cup standings. He entered the week at 51 which 50 will get you into the second leg of the playoffs of BMW championship. If the tournament ended right now, he'd be in 41st. So he's kind of in that kind of awkward stage. He's got a lot to play for certainly over the course of the next three days in 2021, uh, Dietrich lost in a playoff to this man, Min Woo Lee, a two under 68 that Patrick boy, uh, was pretty gritty because he opened up his day with a double bogey on a par five, number 10. Not the way you want to start, but he was able to rebound, get it back to even by the time he made the turn and got in at two under on his second nine on the golf course. So a, a very bad start, but I think dinner, as they say, will taste good tonight. Most definitely. And this is kind of part of the maturing process, he said, after his post round. He's really working on not getting, I believe the quote was, pissed off at the little things out there so a double bogey on a par five to open your tournament i would kind of call that a big thing so to show some resolve there battle back play the last 17 holes and four under uh it kind of shows the maturity process of Minwoo Lee, who even though he's been around on the dp world tour for a while he, he's making a splash on the pga tour this year uh first at the players championship he's still only 24 years old He's yeah. a young guy. He, he's like a year older than Ludwig. It, it's kind of just so weird to think about some of these guys age, just when they come out, when they turn professional. So this guy's probably going to win the tournament in my mind. Min Lee, if I had to uh, take a claim on anyone, he is my one and done selection. And he, he loves this golf course as, as his win in 2021, the Rolex series event mm. back, back then. But he just has this nice stinger. His ball is unaffected off uh, by the wind off the tee. The iron play will need to improve, but his short game stellar as well. So it was a nice bounce back after a really bad start. And, uh, you know, I I've got faith in him over the next 54 holes. I'm just going to read you his first two shot tracks of, of the day. This is how you start your tournament. 
367 yards to left fairway bunker. That was shot number one. Shot number two, three feet, one inch to left fairway bunker. So he obviously left it in there, Patrick, which is not not the way not the way you want to start your day. But good, good on you for bouncing back. No one win we like I do. I can only imagine he was taking a fairway wood out of a pop bunker. <laughs> he probably <laughs> was. Yeah, he probably was. He's sick. <laughs> I love that. Uh, all right. Well, one of the biggies, one of the big boys got off to an early start and got off to a hot start. Rory McIlroy, uh, not the tournament favorite, but generally second shortest odds coming into this week's Scottish Open, made three birdies in his first four holes, five birdies in his first seven. He would go on to card a six under 64. He is three shots off the lead, and I can already, Patrick, I can already feel expectations rising for Hoylake next week. It's tough to heighten anticipation, expectations for Rory McIlroy, nine years removed from a major championship for next week, but a win would certainly do that, especially going back to the place where he last won it. Considering he's been Mr. Momo his whole career. He loves momentum, the bounce in his step. And you think about 2014, he went open championship win, WGC win, PGA championship win. And that would, you know, most certainly follow in the same footsteps if he would to win this tournament. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he win the start before the open championship in 2014? Well, it's when the PGA was the last major. So he went open WGC Bridgestone, then PGA in a three tournament stretch. He won them all. I'm going to look up something. I'm like 94%. I think you're right. 94%. I'm giving I, myself an A-. minus. I think you're right, but I need to see it for myself. So what I'm going to do is, God, this is the absolute worst website, OWGR. They, they, they probably spent a million dollars redesigning this website, and it's absolutely horrible. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I was wrong. Why did I think that he won this? I thought he won the Scottish Open... He finished T14 the week before. Who who did it? Uh, Phil? Phil won the Scottish and then okay. his Open. That's I guess I got <laughs> Phil and Rory mixed up, as I tend yeah. to do. That's going to happen, uh, Rick, when <laughs> we talk as much golf as, as we do uh, from time to time. And look, I mean, it was a, a very good round. He was five under through seven. I think you could say it was a, a little bit disappointing when you get off to that start and you throw in an eagle there on your back nine and you're only six under after 18. But he said he wasn't too confident with uh, his putting abilities after the pro-am. He, he didn't like the pace on the greens. That clearly did not affect him today. And look, top 20 off the tee around the green, tee to green putting. The iron play you would assume would tick back up. There's a lot to like in, if you're in the Rory McIlroy camp. I am never the one to rush to judgment with Rory McIlroy, unlike 99% of people out there. I like to take the wait and see approach. It's been nine years. He has to relearn winning on major championship Sundays, but God damn, it is setting up very well for him next week. The way he's playing where he is mentally. I like his stance on kind of fielding questions about the new deal, the merger, 
sorry, not a merger. Apologies not to a merger. me. Framework, Jimmy Dunn, I apologize. Agreement. Yes, framework agreement. Agreement 6B was actually axed from that today. I don't know if you want to talk about that. What I was hope 6B? Not. Uh, the non-solicitation clause. So That seems player, big. Yes, according per a report from the New York Times, uh, there was some pressure from the Department of Justice and on you know antitrust that yeah. they were kind of closing the gateway between the flow of players between the three tours. So reportedly, uh, per some anonymous sources close to the situation, they have axed that one. That was one of the binding provisions. Um, so now the only binding provision left is the deadline. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, it's an agreement to have an agreement. That's what they've all been saying. It's an agreement I, to have an agreement. Uh, but I, I like kind of where Rory is. I think he's got a bit of a FU attitude going right now since the PGA championship and the plays reflected that he's played great since that. Uh, even if he only had his C game at Oak Hill, what is it? Five top 10 finishes in a row. This course in particular hasn't been all too kind in his two appearances while I was on the DP world tour. So I think I'm not look like Kyle, you, you guys are already rushing to Rory McIlroy raising the Claret jug. Sure. I think I'm joining the party. I'm, I'm the hex guy. I'm removing it from Rory. It's on JT and Scotty right now. It's off Rory McIlroy. He is your open champion, champion golfer of the year. If he wins, if he wins this tournament, he has to win this tournament. If he finishes second, no good. No, can he has to win. Uh, speaking of Justin Thomas, someone we're keeping a very close eye on this week, two under 68. He got out to a hot start three under through his first seven holes, gave a couple back as he made the turn on one and two, his 10th and 11th holes of the day. Uh, I just, I talk about playing, taking a wait and see approach. I wake up every morning with zero idea of what Justin Thomas is going to give me. Absolutely. No clue. 68 today. Might be a 78 tomorrow. Might be a 58 tomorrow. No idea. Something in between those two numbers. I mean, he's going to be giving you some great fits. I love the long sleeve polo. Doesn't I love the color. They do a great job with them. Yeah. White white pants are pretty risky out there in Scotland. You never know when rain's going to pop up. Uh, what is it? An English breakfast? That doesn't seem too easy on the stomach. Apologies to my friends over there. Um, but yeah, like you said, he's becoming... I say this about a lot of players, but he is one of the top 10 most difficult players to figure out right now. As you see in this picture, if you're watching on YouTube, he switched to left hand low cross hand on the greens. That's what a couple months after implementing aim point, which has not helped at all. He said to PGA tour today that, you know, he, he felt like a lot more putts could have gone in. He didn't know if he was going to be using cross handed until today from lag putting uh, perspective, he, he ended up going with it. He still ranked outside the top 100 in strokes game putting. Oh. So even if it felt good, even if it looked good, it really wasn't all too good. And the thing for me, Rick, is when you think about Justin Thomas, you think about the off-speed wed wedges that he has that are typically so saucy. But since the beginning of the new year, he's losing strokes from 50 to 100 yards. And then you think about him in his long iron play. He's been one of, if not the best long iron player on the PGA Tour since he has come out. 
he's losing strokes from over 200 yards as well. So when your bread and butter is not bread and buttering and you're looking for answers on the green with aim point, with cross-handed grip, it, who knows? It, it, the good's going to be good and the bad's going to be really bad. And today was just one of those good days. Yeah, when you read between the lines, it's just there just seems to be so much chaos in the JT camp, whether it's not – I mean, how can you be – seven days out of the open championship and not know what putting style you're going to use. Like I, I, it's unfathomable. And there's so much of that stuff happening where he's trying new things. He's testing, he's tinkering. None of it seems to work or if it works, it works for a round at a time. It seems, it seems like they're pressing the panic button, which makes me like smash the panic button. It, it does not exude confidence at all. No brutal two under par 68 for jt seven shots off the lead of one ben on obviously we knew that was coming a bogey free 61 course record nine under for benny out in 30 in in 31 adam up 61 patrick he gains let's see 3.3 a little less than 3.3 strokes putting it'll end up being about his third best putting round of his career so probably not going to putt like this the rest of the way, but lots of good signs for Benny on on Thursday. Yeah, the last uh, kind of the start to the summer has been poor, but season as a whole, a, a really good bounce back, kind of regaining his footing on the PGA Tour. And a lot of people forget he, he started his career on the DP World Tour. He won the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth before he was a Challenge Tour member as well. He said that he's always loved Lynx golf. He feels very comfortable over here. And he actually talked to Siwoo Kim and Adam Scott about the new broomstick that's in his bag. So he's putting with one of those, like Lucas Glover. I know you're, uh, you know, all over that last week. Is it the same? Is it the same putter or is it just a broomstick? It's the same model. Lucas Glover's using the same one as Adam Scott, correct? Is ben, yes. Is Ben on using that same one? And Ben on's using that one What's as that well. Lab, so that long lab golf putter. So we got a bit of a rivalry in the putter game right now between the Odyssey Jailbird and the Lab Broomstick. Um, Jailbird obviously pulling ahead at the moment. Yeah. But Benny on could put them on the scoreboard here. But when you match, I mean, he's so long off the tee. Tee to green, he's always been great. And when you kind of mirror that or combine that with a putting performance like he had today, it looks very, very easy for him. Uh, and whether he can continue this over 54 holes, history would suggest, statistically it would suggest, the putter is going to fall off at some point. Um, wh when that comes, I'm not too sure, but it's a great start for someone who was on the Corn Ferry Tour last year, got his status back on the PGA Tour, and it could prove to be a, a huge week. I'm not too sure where he stands in the FedEx Cup standings. I do. Um, okay, let me have it. Is He started the week at 58th. He is projecting 26th right now. Yeah. I mean, that would be absolutely massive if he could somehow enter the playoffs hovering around the top 30 with a chance to make his way into Atlanta. Um, so it, it's a big, big, uh, big few weeks, big few days and a big few weeks for Benny on. It'll be a two shot lead heading into uh, Friday's second round. There were. Some notables out of the afternoon wave, technically, but probably the morning wave for most of you will hit those guys, including the number one player in the world. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners.
Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. Let's start with the man at the top of the official world golf rankings. His name's Scotty Scheffler. And it was a pretty, not really, actually. I was going to say it was a pretty Scotty-esque day. Uh, I met with the putter. He lost another stroke with the flat stick outside the top 120 in strokes gained putting. Didn't hit it all that well, though. He lost strokes on approach. I caught the most of the early part of this round, Patrick. And it's just, I mean, he stands, he had, a, he had like a six-foot putt on it has to be one of the first four holes maybe a little bit longer than that that somebody else in the group had the same exact line rolled it in i think it was lowry and scotty's never even sniffed the cup i mean it is just like and the announcer's going there's nothing in this and he's just gotten the line it's very straightforward and it doesn't even sniff the cup he's kind of just letting the field back into it right he's, he's playing a little puppet master right now you see the over par front nine. I think on number nine, he missed a pretty pretty makeable uh, par putt as well from around six feet below the hole. And and I kind of just put my head down. I was working on some other stuff. And then I look up uh, towards the end of his round, and he's two under par. He's right there. He's four strokes behind Rory McIlroy. And that's just who Scotty Scheffler has been for the past two years pretty much, where he doesn't have his A game. He doesn't look great on the greens. Holy cow. 
he's <laughs> two under somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, then, and then on Sunday, it'll be, holy cow, he won. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, are you even playing good right now? Like it, it, it doesn't really add up, but yeah, he's the best player in the world for a reason. 18 straight top 12 finishes inside the top 30 right now. I'm when you're a bad putter, is it easier on slow greens or faster? I think the the general refrain is slower. And actually, Scotty had a good um, – I don't have the exact quote, but he mentioned this about eight weeks ago. He said that on fast greens, there is less friction for the golf ball and starting it out on um, – any little degree that you're off gets exasperated because there is no friction and your ball continues to go in a route that you don't want it to go in. Slower greens have more friction and it's harder to have putts get out of control is the way that he was trying to phrase it. Okay. I I think that, uh, that adds up, I think on the eye test, right? Your, your misses are more exaggerated on quicker greens. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so when you're missing a six foot putt that you just saw that you, <laughs> like not even touching the hole, you're really missing it. Um, yeah. On fast greens, That's like, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's not great, but look, his links golf experience is not extensive. I think he only has four starts in the UK, including a miscut last year. Um, but outside that miscut, it's been pretty good. Three top 21 finishes between this tournament and the open championship. It, it's just inevitable. I hate that word. Everyone uses that word to describe a new golfer every month, but that, that is legitimately Scotty Scheffler at the moment. Scotty Scheffler two under par, uh, seven shots off that Benny on lead. Let's go back to a guy who's been hot and doesn't seem like he's going to stop anytime soon. His name is Ricky Fowler three under 67. He was actually four under at one point. He bogeyed 18, his final hole of the day. Ricky's had a lot of success in links courses. Ricky's had a lot of success in the Scottish open. Ricky's had a lot of success this year. Ricky Fowler, Ricky Fowler. Thanks for showing up to the party, Josh. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Unbelievable. Take a lap. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there, there's nothing bad you can say about the current state of Ricky Fowler, the trajectory he's on, how he looks. It's all great in the Ricky Fowler camp. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year that of Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler that Fowler is the best player of the three of them. Uh, so like you said, Rick, he has great links golf experience. He's a winner at the Scottish open before uh, when it was only on the DP world tour, he finished second at Hoylake or Hoylake uh, to Rory McIlroy in that 2014 open championship. And he's coming off a contention run at the U S open where he held the lead for three days. And Oh yeah. In between that U.S. Open and this Open, he won a golf tournament. So, if it's not going to be Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler seems like a great prospect for prognosticators to hitch their uh, wagon on. And I think he's under like 20 to 1 
at this point for the Open. I think he's like 16 in some places, which is insane in the membrane, uh, just where he was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, catching a lot of steam. The best round of the afternoon wave was Davis Riley, 63. Uh, got off to a hot start. He was out in 29. He got himself on 59 watch. He birdied 10. So he was he was seven under through 10, and people were a buzzing. He then made seven consecutive pars to finish his round. So bogey free 63. Patrick, a bizarre season for Davis Riley. He won the Zurich Classic with partner Nick Hardy. Outside of that, it has been bad. Um, he has one top 15 finish since the Wyndham Championship of last year. Uh, he's missed four of his last seven cuts coming into this event. So I don't know how much you think Davis Riley is going to be staying at the top of the leaderboard, but this is certainly much needed based on the season that he's having, which is crazy because he's a winner. Yeah, I, I guess. Half, um, half a win. And it's his first start. He, he hasn't played in the Open. This is his first Scottish Open start. So some of his first competition in Lynx Golf, and you turn in 29, you're 7 under through 10. You're probably thinking, holy crap, this is so easy. These guys are just playing pitch and putts over here. They don't, they don't understand the toughness of a course like, I don't know, Los Angeles Country Club. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know how, how – how much staying power Davis Riley is going to have on this leaderboard, even though, like you said, he is he is a winner this year. He's 50th in the FedEx Cup. He's right on that uh, BMW cutoff point. So uh, a good week could go a long way for him, but I, I, I personally don't see him winning. Well, let's see what Vegas thinks about his staying power because Josh has got the odds board ready, and he is going to fire that onto the screen in three, two, one. Yes. Nice. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Davis Riley, Davis, Riley. 16 to one. According to our friends over at Caesars sports book, that is the fifth shortest odds tied with Ricky Fowler. We also have at the top, probably no surprise here. The man, the myth, the legend lurking Ricky. No. Wow. My brain. Rory McIlroy. Hell yeah, Rick. Plus, plus 280. Benny on, who's currently in the lead at five and a half to one. Scotty Scheffler, seven shots off the pace, nine to one. The only three golfers sub 10. The other thing to note, and I think I heard this uh, correctly on the broadcast, the four winners of this event, Patrick, were outside the four winners of this event at the Renaissance Club were outside the top 25 after the opening round. Does that mean anything to you? It means the world to me. <laughs> I was, if, I if, I know, <laughs> if I know anything about trends in golf, it's that they're all four, yes. a four year trend. You call it the Renaissance Club? Is it not the. Uh, <sighs> Renaissance I, club. It is the Renaissance up. club, but I feel very pretentious saying that. It's like when I say Melbourne because I want people to know how to that I know how to say it, but I don't actually want to say it that way. What the hell is Melbourne? Melbourne, Australia. Oh, really? I've been there. Well, they call it Melbourne. Yeah, you're probably right. Hmm. Um, that was a weird point in my life. I won't get into it. But pinky up the Renaissance club. 
Scotty Scheffler, had he play outside the top 25? T26. All the all the two unders are T26. Both Minwoo, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Scotty Scheffler. I, I think I think this trend cannot be wrong. I kind of like the US Open champion, Wyndham Clark at 35 to 1. He made absolutely nothing today. Uh, I believe the stats will back it up. I, I, I guess he's outside the top 125 in putting. And his iron play looked really sharp. So at 35 to 1, I like his chances. He's, he's off early in the morning, likely calmer, the conditions. And if you want to get crazy, Rick, I know I told you Denny McCarthy is kind of my guy for the U.S. Ryder Cup this year. I got another guy for the European Ryder Cup team. Oh, boy. Podrick Harrington. Yeah, it's actually not that crazy. Um, T wow, he's T fifteen, three under sixty seven. How how good were his stats today? I bet they're stellar. That's well, you're cheating because you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thirty sixth off the tee, thirty second on approach, seventeenth around the green, and he lost a bundle with the flat stick. That's generally he was sixth from tee to green. Sixth. He's like a hundred years old. Sixth. I think if he wins this week, he's on the Ryder Cup team. What would Wyndham Clark – what has to happen for Wyndham Clark to be the player of the year? He has to win this and next week? If you win two majors, you have to be the player of the year. What if he – What if he just wins next week? What if he just wins the tour championship? No, not enough. A major and elevated and – Tour championship's fake. Not fake, but like I just think the players – I think that – because you're going to have Rom, who won the Masters – you're gonna have Scotty, who's got like a billion wins. Scotty has two wins. That's it. Yes, the player is in the what Phoenix is, Open. What does Rom have? Rom's got. Well, don't wait. Rom's got tournament of champions. Rom has Riviera. Rom has Augusta, and he's got one more, doesn't he? American Express. Mm. So that'd be four. Scotty has two. One being the players. I'd if, give Wind Windham. His wins are better. Then Scotty technically if get Wyndham, a major championship. Okay, let me give you this scenario. Wyndham wins the Open, and none of those three win the Tour Championship, and Rory wins the Tour Championship. Who's the player of the year? Rory McIlroy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I believe you got to give it to the guy who won two major championships. But to. then again, we saw something like that. What year was it? 2019 with Brooks Kepka and Rory McIlroy when Brooks didn't win player of the year. When he won two major championships and Rory won like four times. Yeah. But I, I, I guess could have been the player of the year that year. I do too. Uh, but yeah, I think even if, what if Wyndham wins a playoff event and the tour championship? That'd be such a sick year. I think you got to give it to him. Like the tiebreaker has to be the season long thing. That has to mean something. Yeah. And it, it's actually it actually behooves the players to make that mean a lot, so that they keep like upping the purse and stuff. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right. So I think I think the same kind of goes for Scotty too. If he wins in the playoffs and wins the Tour Championship, I think you could easily give it to him because, look, the Players Championship you could say is on par with the U.S. Open, and I mean the Masters. No offense to John Rahm. It is the easiest of the four majors to win. It is. 
<laughs> like I know, but I just love when you say it. <laughs> we don't usually say that part. We we all yeah. know it, but we don't usually say it. Sorry, Johnny boy. <laughs> That's funny. No, you're right. It is. It's the smallest field. It's like the weakest field. And uh, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Patrick, we will be back uh, after round two, three, and four to discuss the happenings at the Scottish Open. I'm going back to bed. Do you have any plans for the rest of your day? Uh, I'm not too sure, honestly. The world is my oyster. It's only 3 o'clock here on the East Coast. Um, hopefully they don't want me to write any more about Roy McIlroy potentially retiring if Live Golf is the last golf tour uh, on Earth. So hoping that news holds off until tomorrow at least. Fingers crossed for you. Holding thumbs. Uh, you can find Patrick on Twitter at Amateur Status. Are you on threads, Patrick? I am. It's Pat underscore, underscore McDow. That's my my Instagram handle. Oil's taken. Uh, I mean, I used to be like a meme account, a, a guy who would be in Rick's mentions, just being like these strokes gain statistics don't mean anything. I was a faceless. I was a faceless name in the crowd before I got plucked from obscurity. So hence my my weird Twitter name. Okay. Fair enough. Big <laughs> thanks to producer Josh. Is all the hard work behind the scenes. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.